0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Tim Dillon Show. We do apologize that it is late. We are, how many, how many days late are we?
1: Uh, three days, four days. It'll be four.
0: Four days late. Uh, it's not the, our fault. For the free. Well, is it not? There's a mandate here. We had to go find our Vax cards. We're in LA. We were not, I don't let anyone record <laughs> unless they have been vaccinated and boosted twice. Yeah. Which is not even required or allowed. I tried to sneak some ivermectin in here and rub it on myself, but you stopped it, you confiscated it, and you said only vaxed It's vaxed only, boosted, double-masked, face shield. <laughs> yeah, over every orifice. We, we must prolong life at all costs. Yeah, no matter what. We must defeat. COVID. No matter what. Prior we, infection, you gave me COVID so I could recover, so I could come in here. We will defeat COVID. Yes, not the Chinese, but COVID we will. We will beat it. We will beat it with our antibodies, which are just tiny little mini Rogans that yes. call in your body and fight back. Yes, thank God. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I had a birthday. Giannis Papas is with us. I had a birthday recently. Am I at the point where I'm friend of the show yet? Yeah. Friend of the show. Friends I always, of the show. I like that. That means like I'm, um, you know. I'm friends with you guys. Friend of the show. Yeah, and I had a birthday recently, and uh, it's a real when you get older and you have birthdays, you realize they number one they they're annoying, <laughs> and they shouldn't be celebrated. And then you you realize your friends are, it like my friend Michael, who's a nice guy. He's I'm he's the godfather to his son, who I love, but he's like uh, an idiot, and he ordered like Italian subs to my room in New York City and like a charcuterie platter and like a a tray of like chicken parmesan. And this is after Louis Anderson and Meatloaf both dropped dead. (laughs) (laughs) And he decided to order this in my room. I'm staying there in New York alone, and then I'm not there. I'm I'm doing stuff the whole day. I come back. It's just cold food that this junkie (laughs) has sent to my room. And I hate, it. I hate the calls and the texts, happy birthday, from people you haven't spoken to in years. Yeah, well, that's how you know I'm a real friend. Yes. First of all, I it, don't even think you called or texted. If I would have known it was your birthday. Yeah. yeah. I, was about to, I was about to say, this is how you know I'm a real friend. Then I realized I didn't know it was your birthday. No, but that's a friend. That's a friend, yeah. People that go, oh, <laughs> people are texting you and speaking. You haven't spoken to them in years. Happy birthday, boss. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's embarrassing. Well, you know, I'm, you know, if someone's good, if, if someone in this business is going to wish you a happy birthday, this is what I learned this week. Yeah. If I'm going to wish Tim Dillon a happy birthday, I'm going to plug my dates at the end. I'm going to yes. turn that camera around. Burt Kreischer gave me a nice one, two yeah. lesson on turning into content. I'm yeah. be like, happy birthday, Tim Dillon. He's turn- the best marketer in the business. You swing that camera, he does the swing. Yeah. And you go, Tampa, February yeah. 10th. Yeah, Soul Joel's, yeah. February. He's 5th. the best marketer. No, if his daughter is a period, he goes on Instagram live. <laughs> He's the best marketer in the entire business. It should be. It should be. You should listen to that. Yeah, and go. yeah. That is the goal. Yeah, Ben. Ben gets a happy birthday text because I, I can't monetize it. Yeah. So you'll get one, but if Timmy Dillon. I'm. Yeah, I'm shooting a sketch with it. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be. It's got to mean more. Yeah. But you just get you get older and and you realize that you're just dying. And then the people that are wishing you happy birthday, in a weird way, they kind of want you to die. Yeah. I almost feel like every text, like, happy birthday, hope it's the last one, (laughs) you know? Yeah, well, it's almost like a message when you send those type of sandwiches to the room. It was was embarrassing. That's how you know, my friend, I would have sent you if I would have known it was your birthday. I would have given you what you want, what you need, and that's a pokeball. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing to come back to, like, chafing dishes from a Long Island Fireman's retirement party yeah. in your room alone. Yeah. I'm like, this is an embarrassing thing that nobody needs. And I'm in imbe- Now I got to call the people at the hotel and go, can you just take this out? Can you take all this food out of here? Did you not eat it and just order it? It's cold. Yeah. it's It's been sitting there for 10 hours. So what you're saying is it's not always the thought that counts. It's never the thought that counts. <laughs> it's a lie. But when, when, when Michelle, our friend Michelle, brought yes. you brought you a re-gifted sweater that was three sizes too small. Wasn't that the that was a good thought. She she <laughs> she she bought a gift for someone that didn't want it, and then she came in and gave it to me. And it was three sizes too small. Thoughtful though. Thoughtful. Yeah. Yeah. Thoughtful as if she walked past in her house and said, Oh, I gotta get rid well, of this. She's thing. the type yeah. of person when she lies, <laughs> she believes it. Yeah. So that's the best type of liar. Right. She believed as soon as that person said, I don't want this, Michelle literally believed that she bought it for me. Yeah. She Th- believes it. That's how you know faith is stronger than reason. Yeah. Because if she would have taken one second to reason, she would have said, Tim is not a child small. Yeah, it was. Cr- and then she said something like, yeah, you you work in. I go, you work. She goes, into- yeah, you, she goes, you jog and you'll fit in it. Yeah. Yeah. Jog. Yeah. <laughs> I'll jog and get hit by a bus and reincarnated as someone who still wouldn't fit into it. It was but she's a lot. But I like people around me that are liars and degenerates. It's a good show. It's a fun show. It's a fun show. No, most of my friends are, you know, they're these are people you want to watch. Yeah, yeah. We just had a, a for fun, two reasons. Double for, yeah. double entendre, yes. pun intended. We just had a fun meeting. Yeah. We had a fun meeting, and I don't know if we should talk about this. Should we, should we text your lawyer first? We had a fun meeting with the people that run the Substack. So have you heard of this now? Substack. Journalists can't get things published in the mainstream news um, when they're writing because the mainstream news, we all know, is corporate-sponsored propaganda, and these people are fearless thought leaders. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. So they're fearless thought leaders. And which I lo- I'm i all for Substack. Go make that money. Hey, go make that bread, Bari, <laughs> who came to the show. We had a great show at the Comedy Store. Kevin Hart, Chris Rock, uh, and then Bari Weiss came to the show and did, uh, uh, did 30 Minutes, uh, talked about uh, uh, Israel at the end. We appreciated that. Uh, we had a meeting with the Substack founder wanted to meet with me. And I brought you. Yes. It's much like in Goodwill Hunting when Matt Damon just sent Ben Affleck when he didn't want it. Yeah. I went in there like Ben Affleck, like, retainer! Yeah. <laughs> well, they, they called me and Ben, right? Yes, yes. And, yes. and it, it describe for the people what they're trying to do because the show on Patreon is big. And
1: they want us to jump. They want us to jump over from Patreon to them and take everything with with, with us yeah. and get
0: off and get off YouTube. Yes, for free, for free, <laughs> and get off the YouTube as well for no money. Cause you're friends. Cause we believe <laughs> in what they're doing. So they call us. A woman called us, and she's a nice woman. She's a peppy. She's a uh, pep, and she called. Hi, hi. We're really? like big fans. Uh, and I'm like, 20 million bucks. 20 million dollars. I mean, you saw her dress. She could afford it. 20 million. She can't. 20 million dollars. Like I said, if you give me 20 million, I'll, YouTube, I'll say, who right. I'm off. <laughs> Sorry, Susan, which, whatever her name is. I leave here. And then I leave uh, Patreon. I don't know who the hell runs that. 20 million bucks? Because we got businesses that make money. Rogan got a lot, but you got to pay money here. And so then we threw that number out, and then she, you could tell she was like aghast at that number on the phone. She didn't understand it. Maybe she thought you were joking. That's why they went through at the meeting. Yeah, so I don't know what she thought, but then she said, we want, you should sit down with the founder of Substack because they want to be doing more stuff with content. So I brought you. You brought me, yeah. You, You brought me in. It was a message. You were basically saying... Me and my friend were walking, and we may walk by that restaurant. We're having fun. You're not in LA all the time. No, this is not a serious signing meeting. I can tell that. Yeah, the message is uh, I'm going to fit you into what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna and 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 and. How do you think it went? Did you enjoy it? It was a. As we said, it was a good show. It was fun. It was a good show. You, you set the game at the beginning. Yeah. They they thought, hey, we're going to sit down. They were thinking, like, this is going to be a three-hour meal. We're going to get to know Tim and only Tim. Yeah. The reservation was for four. Right. We had to change tables. They were like, oh, who's this? Yeah. And Tim's like, this is my friend. We had to find a new table. They had to put us in another section of the restaurant. Yeah. And they thought it was just going to be a nice bonding dinner where you were an ally in the revolution. Right. Yeah. They didn't know that you were there to let them know. We're playing a different game, and that game is, listen, let's get right to it. We, cause let's not act like we all don't have real friends. Yeah, I mean, let's. Not, I said that. Let's said get it. back to our real friends. We we have real friends. I said, let's. We all have real friends. Yeah, In the, you know, are like, oh, let's not. Let's let, get right to it. Yeah. Let's cut it out. Yeah, yeah. Let's cut it out here. We all got real friends waiting for us. Are you smoking crack? Uh, we're not moving the operation to Substack for no money. Are you on crack cocaine, sir, good sir and madam? They said to me, they go, we'd love if you did it for a reason that was other than financial. <laughs> what? No. I, well, I'm i not gonna do it. The only reason I would do it if you gave me a shitload of money and i don't have to charge anybody any more money on patreon meaning like my fans get the same deal they've always had they don't get fucked over at all and you give me a chunk of money then maybe we'll consider it but you didn't want to just my, the thing that i was a little surprised by was that you didn't want to get to know them better they they seemed like it would be a fun hang yeah they wanted yeah they wanted to like be buddies they thought we were going to be buds and they thought it was going to work out where I would be like, "Hey, you know, it would be fun." I was going to call Ben and go, "Let's just, just, just delete the Patreon right now." <laughs> they thought I was going to do it in the middle of dinner. I go, "Hey, why don't we delete? Let's just delete the uh, YouTube and the Patreon." Yeah, I, you know, you guys are visionaries, and I just want to do it for the culture, the cause. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited about it, and that's why I worked so hard to build it on my own, just so I could. Just over dinner, I could be charmed and give it away. Yeah. And they go, they go, they go, well, we don't want to own you. Yeah. I go, well, I'm not owned now. Right. Nobody owns me now. They're like, well, what's great about the Substack is we have the email. Yeah. They go, we have the email list. Have you, you have, we have email on the site. We can email the people.
1: They know we have that too, right?
0: I don't know if they do know that we have email. Mm -hmm. They go, we have email. You can email. Your people, when their episodes come out, you send an email. They were really searching for reasons why. They didn't know. They didn't know. They had no idea. They had no idea what the advantage would be. They go, well, it's a community. Yeah. It's a community of people that get emails. Yeah. Don't you want, and I said, I like what you're doing. I like the idea that these journalists can go make money. Andrew Sullivan and Barry Weiss and, uh. Greenwald and Taibi, whoever, these are people that should have a platform and a way to monetize uh, their stuff. But then they were like shitting on Patreon. And it's like, listen, you're just doing what Patreon did for journalists. That's exactly what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. You're shitting on the thing that you that, that the whole thing, right? right? Right. It would almost be like if Patreon met with the journalists right. and said, hey, guys, why don't you come over here for nothing? And then right. they would be like, "But wouldn't that disrupt my whole thing? Right, and they go no, 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 but, no, no, because we have email. Yeah, what about the email situation? Have you heard of the email? That yeah, we, we we can send emails to people here. You don't have to go to the post office anymore. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not snail mail. We got real email. <laughs> we got the real thing. We got real email here. Yeah, and uh, they were nice enough people, but they didn't. I I don't I don't think they fully understood what they were saying. No, yeah, like I said, they were calling for a different type of meeting. The, yeah. the meeting they had was a lot shorter than they expected. Was I rude? No, I don't think you were rude at I all. I was cold. I think I think you were realistic. I think it was. Well, just, the restaurant's uh, disgusting. Yeah, well, that part. You brought yeah. me to a dump. Then you admitted you'd never been there before. Why would you take me someplace you'd never been? These tech people don't eat. They don't know anything about food. Right. Um. And they brought me to some dump. Right. And and then it was just kind of a contentious back and forth. And then it, well, I stood up and left. Yeah, right in the middle of one of their sentences. Yeah, yeah. You went, oh, I forgot, I have to do this thing, and that was it. And they that were was like, oh, yeah. One of the guys, his face was ter- it was just turned red a lot. Right. It looked like he was. It looked like he was on a date with a crush, and he just kept turning red from his expectation that things would have been different, and they were not what he thought. Well, it, it's kind of wild to me to imagine that somebody would disrupt their entire thing to go over to this other thing that has value, I'm sure. I mean, people make money there. For nothing. For nothing. Yeah. What are we talking about? Yeah, that's this is, that's exactly how Elon Musk got started. I want all of the money you're giving to Katie Herzog. I want it now. That's exactly how all the big guys got started. They built the thing, and then someone came and said, do it over here. Just do it here. Make us big. <laughs> it's... Uh, I'd like... The guy goes, I'd like you to be jazzed about it. <laughs> Are you jazzed? I go, no. You're you're not saying you're, there's no money. Yeah. yeah. And then one guy goes, well, why is it so much money? I go, well, you gotta give me three times what I'm making minimum. Yeah. Because why change anything? It's not broke, don't fix. Who cares? Right. Now, if the guy wasn't foreign from a country that you... Australia, I got problems with them. And why? I said during... The quarantine lockdown that Australians were lazy criminals who wanted to drink in their backyards and didn't value having any kind of rights, including the right to work, which in Australia is laughable. It's like America, the right to exercise. Right, right. in Australia, the right to work. It's like nobody. I mean, it's just it's not even real there. Okay, there's a few people in Australia that work, very few, uh, but the vast majority of people who live in Australia, are wombats. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, there's nothing wrong with that, but they're, you know what I mean? And yeah, they're like doing shoeies. They're drinking beer out of their shoe. They're animals. Are we, you know, and I, I get death threats all the time about this, and then they want me to go tour there to get killed. Really? Australians get really that bent out of shape? Some of them get mad. They can't take a joke. Yeah. And, and the other problem is I'm not joking. <laughs> so then that's the problem. Right. But this guy was fun enough, the Australian guy. He was trying. He was trying. He was trying. Yeah. He was really trying. He was trying. He reminded me of like a girl who's been kidnapped. Yeah. And she's seen the face of the guy that's kidnapped her. And she's pleading, just please, I want to see my parents. Please let let me live. And the guy yeah. goes, of course I'm going to let you live if you're just good and do what I say. Right. And then- in the back of her head, she has a little hope and she keeps, you know, and then she knows she, when she turns around, he's just going to hit her in the head with a brick. Yeah. To kill the witness. That they're, that That's what that's, his vibe was. That's yeah. the vibe. Yeah. The vibe was like the little glimmer of hope, even just out of desperation. You said, Substack, they're having problems right now. What's going on with Dave? The, they got the QAnon people in there now?
1: Yeah, I'll I'll pull this up. They have a QAnon lady. I I saw that on Right Wing Watch today.
0: Ugh, don't bring up Right Wing Watch. I hate them. (laughs) I hate anyone that's watching anyone. Stop watching. (laughs) Left Wing Watch, any of the watches. Why anti-vaxxers, QAnon influencers, and white nationalists are flocking to Substack. Well, this is going to be silly. Let's, I mean, what are they mad about here? Robert Malone and Berenson, let them say what they want to say. Who are the QAnon influencers? I'm more interested in that. I'm bored of this vaccine nonsense. You got to admit the QAnon guys got better imaginations. If you're still in QAnon right now, it's nothing short of downright impressive. It is. It is commitment. It, the fact that you've been a QAnon is like guys at the in 2009 during the mortgage crisis. They're like, no, it's still good. <laughs> it's still good. Yeah. My favorite was when they were showing up in Dallas. At Daily Plaza waiting for JFK Jr. to da- come back. I mean, that is beauty. They're having more fun on earth than we will ever have. Um, you got so, to admit it's fun. It's a fun club. It's, a, it's absolutely fun. It's a lot more fun than the other side who's just going around. You got to be in a club. Yeah. So whether you get a, an ape NFT and change your profile picture and then you're in the, that board ape yacht club. Yeah. Or you go to Daily Plaza and wait for JFK Jr. to come back. The latter sounds a lot funner to me. Some guy, Mercola, is open about the fact that he's using Substack to publish content, which even he himself considered to be too controversial to keep on his own website. In May 2021, he deleted posts on a site which promoted a range of false COVID-19 cures, including effectively inhaling bleach. <laughs> I kind of like that. In his Substack post... Marcola announced he'd be bringing his deleted content back by publishing it on the platform. That is kind of funny. Hey, all that content I got rid of, it's back, baby. I love that his cure is the same as an alcoholic, yeah. a desperate alcoholic who's ran out of real bottles. Right. Just, just start huffing. <laughs> just start looking under. That's what alcoholics do when they're out. They just start looking under the sink. But here's the deal: people, this is a subscriber model. You subscribe. What's the problem? Adults subscribing for the entertainment they want. This isn't a Super Bowl commercial. No. We're not going in the middle of the Super Bowl and saying, inhale bleach, yeah. fight COVID. Hey, right wing watch. If you haven't noticed, this is a private club. It's a private club. People pay to get in. Why? You can't. It's just like any private club. Right. You're on someone's property right now. How about you go after the Bohemian Grove or like Skull and Bolt? Like, what about those? They're private clubs. Yes. QAnon influencers... uh are on Substack. Jordan Sather, Patel Patriot, and Technofrog. Technofog.
1: Technofog.
0: Techno <laughs> post regularly for both free and paid subscribers. While in the comments, QAnon followers engage with one another to debate and share conspiracy theory. Well, where, would you, where do you want them to do it? Right. Where do you want them to do it? Mm-hmm. That could have been an effective pitch if they did it. Much if they, better. If they said, hey, Tim. Yes. You know you joke about everybody, yes, you're a comedian, but if you ever wa- lose it, right, if you ever lose it right and go hard, right, we got your back no, it would be better if they sat me down and said there's it's a matter of time before you degenerate. <laughs> mentally, into into something that YouTube will simply not allow on their platform. It's a matter of time before you turn that corner. Right. We want to let you know we are that corner. It's a safe place for you. We uh, will allow you to go rant and rave about whatever you think the problem is that week. Yeah. Whatever scrambled brain you have in the future... It has a home. It has a home. It's a safe place. On Substack. Yes. That at least would have been a pitch. It would have been something. It would have been smart. Yeah. I don't even want to go into all the names of the people. I don't care.
1: They've named a ton of people. It
0: doesn't matter to me because I, I, I don't, if you're subscribing, who gives a fuck? Right. But isn't it a hip place for a comedian to be in a club with a bunch of classical liberal journalists? That's the other thing. I mean, that's as hip as it gets. There's no comedians over there. No. And if they want a comedian to come over there, they got to, you know, give me a lot of money. Money. That's all we're talking about here. Yeah, that's the difference between comedians and journalists. Comedians have the potential and often do make real money. Right. Yeah. What I should have said is, yes, I'll do it for free. Yes. (laughs) But my show is me and Alex Jones. (laughs) Let me tell you who my show is before I'm going to do it for free and they would have smiled and been excited. I would have said, "You got me." Yeah. I hey, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I don't need any money to delete the YouTube channel and the Patreon. Can you imagine these psychopaths? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll delete it all and we'll build it back from scratch. So it's me and Alex Jones. You go, they go, we want the Tim Dillon show. You go, you know what? I don't want to do the Tim Dillon show The anymore. Tim Dillon show's dead. I want to do crisis actors with yeah. Tim Dillon and Alex Jones. I have a new show called Sandy Hook? question mark, <laughs> Where me and Alex Jones go over the evidence because there's evidence. There's not, but I would say that at the dinner. Because there's evidence. No, I've seen some auditions in backstage magazine for crisis actors. Yeah. I've seen people- them. Yeah. I've seen it. People that want to pretend they got shot outside of a school. Yeah. But it didn't work, and we left. And unfortunately, I think the door is now going to be shut (laughs) after this show. That's so strange because at the end, you said, let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. Yeah. I'm talking now. Yes. I think that's what you meant. We're all talking. You're like, I'll be talking later. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to talk. Yeah. Yeah. It was fun. One of them said he thinks he could come up with something that you might be interested in. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. What, a commemorative mug? (laughs) (laughs) They had it in mines? A tote bag? Yeah. Substack tote bag? What would the point be? This is the thing. Now, people are probably listening to this going, you greedy pig, all you want is money. Yeah, okay, that's number one. What else would be the point? Yeah. What's the point? Friendship. Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they go no you have all your content in one place yeah you've got it in youtube and on patreon and it's all over they were basically saying like don't you want to hide it all yeah you know how everything's decentralized what if you centralize it all yeah you know how it's so accessible on every platform yeah what if we hit it on ours what if we hide it and put <laughs> it somewhere yeah yeah that's basically and what this new was. thing which i didn't realize Every subscriber that signed up would have to be interviewed by Barry Weiss, (laughs) whether they were anti-Semitic or not. They threw that in at the end. There's a test Barry Weiss gives every new subscriber. She calls you on the phone and and goes through 10 questions if you're (laughs) anti-Semitic. Bitcoin down right now. People are upset. Crypto's tumbling. The true believers are doubling down. Maybe some of them are buying. Nobody knows where the bottom is or the floor. You were just talking about Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah, he took his whole salary uh, for the Rams, $1 bucks in Bitcoin, full in Bitcoin. Someone ran the numbers, all, he, all his payouts to agents, lawyers, whatever. With the dip in Bitcoin, it's now worth $34,000 is what he's making right now playing for the Rams as a professional football player. Yeah. But it could go up, right? That is true. So that's why you do the Bitcoin. That is the hope. Yeah. I'm not getting into it until there's a way I can hold it. I need well, to be that's able to- the whole, But that's the whole point is that you can't. I know, but they got a, at least an effigy, at least some symbol of it to know that it's in the computer. So if I go to a strip club, <laughs> yeah, I can. I need you to be able to throw it. it. I need to be able to fling it yeah. at a stripper. Yeah. I can't just ask the like stripper- Hanukkah coins. Yeah. I just can't tell tr- the stripper, like, yeah. do you want to be a part of the future or not? Strippers are taking crypto. Are they? Why not? I don't know. Maybe not this week. Yeah, it's tough. It's down about thirty-seven thousand. What's the lowest it hit?
1: The lowest uh, this year?
0: Well, the lowest it's hit in the past couple of weeks. Uh,
1: Looks like about thirty-six. It's um.
0: I have one Bitcoin, so I just watch my Bitcoin go up and then go down. Hopefully, we're going back to the Bitcoin conference again this Mm -hmm. year in April. We're negotiating that. Yeah. We have Substack who's going to negotiate it for us. So we're really excited about what they get. Well, like, does having a Bitcoin, if you have a Bitcoin, does Madagascar get to have electricity? Like, is there a way to do it where everyone can still keep electricity? Because it takes a lot of energy, right? doesn't take as much energy as other things. No. I mean, it takes a lot of energy, the mining of it. Right. But, I mean, everything takes energy. Right. So, I mean, we, we hop on a plane whenever the hell we want. Is it? Does it take as much energy as trying to decipher a text from Whitney Cummings? Nothing takes that much energy. <laughs> so then, Does Whitney have any Bitcoin? I don't know. I stayed at her house. I think she thought I was Schultz for the first two days. She pissed on, uh, on the lawn. She pissed on the lawn like a dog. Now, why does she use the bathroom outside? She does that because she wants to mark her, the ground, her... Her, what she owns, so the coyotes know that another animal is there and the territory is claimed. And she's right. There is an animal there. Well, there is an animal. (laughs) There is an untrained animal. No, yeah, she got up from supper. We were eating. Yeah. She took the dog out. She's got a baby little pit. And to show the baby, she was teaching the baby, she squatted and peed. And then the baby... And the baby, who's gonna pee anyway. Yeah. But in her mind, she's going the baby's now peeing, the baby Pipple's now peeing because I showed it to pee. Right. Nobody does that. The the still gonna pee. Because dogs pee when they gotta go to the bathroom. They don't pee because they watched a human do it outside right. and then go, Okay, now you gave me that idea. This is the real QAnon. It's not it's it, people think it's these Hollywood sex parties. Yeah. It's just Whitney coming shitting on her lawn. Yes. No. Like now That's, that I've been yeah. here in a weekend, nobody's drinking baby blood, but people are shitting on their own property yeah. outside. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we love her, and she's a wild woman. and yes. You know, and she's unpredictable. And I went to Stamos' house. I checked the basement. Yeah. There's no adrenochrome bar. But I don't think he was ever implicated. Well, he's close enough to Tom Hanks. That's true. Right. So even if he's not doing it, he knows about it. Tom Hanks. Yeah, that was a big one. Tom Hanks was the big one. Right, right. I checked. I checked. There's no... Chrissy Teigen is where I tapped out. Yeah, because, like, why? She's not important. I just don't have a high opinion of her. It's like if you're going to tell me somebody's running a human trafficking ring or they're a satanic cannibal, at least let them be talented. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like at least let them have some kind of fucking talent. Right. Like Michael Jackson, I can believe. You know what? Yeah. Yeah. Or you know what I was thinking about? I was thinking about Woody. Woody. I was in New York and I was thinking about Woody. I drove by where he lives. I was staying up there in that area on the Upper East Side and, I mean, the guy is just such a chronic. The, the, the way he chronicled Manhattan and New York and a place that we love um, is, it, you know, he's on his 50th feature. Mm-hmm. The man is 86. And he's going to have to sell it on Louis C.K.'s website. He's selling. <laughs> his new movie is coming out on gasdigital.com. Network.com. who yeah, yeah. is Jacob. <laughs> Woody Allen's new podcast at Cast Digital with Zach Amico. What do you feel about it? Because here's the the way we come down on it. Is he guilty? Probably. Is Mia guilty? Yes. Put them all in jail. She adopted an entire Taiwanese fuck village. You got to cut her off at some point. <laughs> like a bartender at a bar. Yeah, you've had too many. <laughs> you had too many. She's bringing Thailand to him. He doesn't even have to get on a plane. So, like, my whole thing is, like, uh, is everybody has some blame there. And I don't want to make light of this this young girl's suffering if this happened. Right. Which it might have. And I, you know, but how do you as a New Yorker... It's a tough one. And a fan of Woody Allen and someone who has a daughter and cares about kids, how do you make everything okay in your head? Because this is the thing now that's coming up in a lot of discussions. We are finding out that most of these, or not most, but a good amount of these people that we held in high esteem and respected uh, cooked children in a pot. (laughs) (laughs) The only way you could do it is by separating the art from the artist. Like, taking away his movies from us isn't a punishment to him. It's a punishment to us. So give us the movies, because the movies are good. The movies didn't diddle anyone. The movies did nothing wrong. Put Woody and all, turn Epstein Island, which is now vacant. I'm sure somebody's trying to buy it. Probably the Chinese. Yeah. But before the Chinese That's get there. Their- Bitcoin 2022, <laughs> Little St. <Saint> James. <laughs> Take that island and make it a Me Too island. Yes. And you put all, because a lot of talented guys have been Me too Think about the lineup at a comedy club. It's a great idea. If you did a Me Too tour. Great idea. I mean, you got Cosby closing. You got Louie. Yeah. You got, uh, is, I don't know, is Delia back? He's back. He's back. I don't know what he did. Maybe he didn't do it. He didn't, but he was opening that. You're opening He's with back. a bang. Yeah. You're opening with a bang, and then you have Woody making movies. You got Louie making his movie, too, which is The Brothers McMullen with Joe List. Right. You got it all cooking, and, and you and you stream it to us. We get right. to see it, but they have to live horribly. Like, they're in jail. But on they, a tropical island. On a tropical island. It's a it's a jail they're wo- They're white-collar criminals. You can't put them in Rikers. You don't pick, it's going to hurt their creativity. They need cantaloupe. They need cantaloupe. Right. And they need the occasional thing that they like. But what happens when you take all these uh, people that have massive problems, you purge all of them from art. Do you know what you get? You And I'm not saying art should be created by exclusively pedophiles. Right. But I'm saying that, like... When you get rid of all of the people that have ever said a wrong thing or had a, a bad relationship or been a drug addict, what are you gonna get? You get bad art. You get bad art. You get homogenous, boring, pointless horseshit that nobody likes. It doesn't, it, it's it doesn't resonate with anybody. People that don't understand the human condition. Um, you get like weird paper pusher, uh office politics type of like bureaucrats that are now trying to be comedians and artists and movie filmmakers. It's yeah. weird. We suffer. There's no reason for us to suffer. Right. And we the taxpayers should be able to say we demand their art, but they can't get paid for it. What if there was just a disclaimer before the movie, go, this movie's made by a pedophile? Yeah, I think adult. I, I think. Yeah. Would, would you even leave the theater if they said this movie's made by a pedophile? How many people leave the theater? <laughs> what if it was a big one, like a new Marvel movie? <laughs> right before it, they just come out with a screen. They go... Uh, this movie's made by a pedophile. I'm a mature adult. I get it. Yeah. yeah. You, go, you go, hey. Separate the not art. Not into that. Yeah. Not but, into that, but let's check out what these are. And people would scream that at the screen. Yeah. there would be some guy, separate the art from the artist. <laughs> like somebody would go to walk out and he'd be like, but you got to separate the art <laughs> from the artist. It's the only way to do it. We should not suffer. Yeah. I mean, the guy who made the Galaxy movie, he, he had some... Some he had some joke. tweets. Some tweets. Some jokes. James some jokes. Gunn. Yeah, it's jokes though, right? Jokes. Yeah. So, I mean, don't take him away. He makes good movies. He doesn't... Yeah, I mean, like, it's a real sticky thing. Yeah. Because we obviously view the activities as vile and heinous. With Woody, you know, it's it's weird because it's in the context of a family dynamic that was really Fucked. Him and me I had this weird. It's unfair. Can we trade? Like, because uh, Woody's hearsay, right? It's like her story versus his. Right. She was a child. But Do- also hers and like some of the friends. Some more, yeah. There's okay. A few, There's a few words. It's, it's per- hers and hers and hers he, and hers versus his. He probably did it. He might have. But even like D'Elia, it's just hearsay. He may not have done anything. It's hearsay. It's all hearsay. But that, it's hearsay. So look about this trade. Right. We go Marv Albert, the voice of. The New York Knicks and and national broadcasts on sports forever retired with Grace after having prostitutes for lunch over and over again. Right. He would bite them and bite them and bite them and bite he them. He liked to bite. And he got and and he just got grandfathered in to Grace. Like no consequences. Can we yeah. say, Hey, we'll give you Marv Albert. We know what he did. We have the bite marks as proof. Give us one back. We'll watch him, of course. Right. You know, we'll make sure he doesn't do it again. But girls need the Leah. The comedy fans, the girls, they need that. He's funny. Give us him. We'll give you I a he, real I, offender. I think he's back. And I, I think there was a lot of confusion about what he did. It's not clear. It's not clear. It may, may be unfair. I don't know. It's not clear. Yeah. I. It, I heard he was directed a high school production of Rent, <laughs> and people got angry at him. Now I, don't, but I don't know. I don't know. We don't the, know. No one knows. We just know what we read. And how can you trust what you read? I only trust Substack. I, I need. To... Have you gone to Substack? <laughs> Substack is fearless thought leaders. I will who not... work for free. I will not make a decision on what actually happened to delia until dr robert malone comments on it dr robert malone he'll tell us what's going on let, let's get dr robert malone in here please <laughs> be like what's the truth about all these people and what they did he's got the That's, answers he had like a bolo tie on when he did rog- dr. robert malone <laughs> yeah <laughs> nothing <laughs> instills you with confidence in a doctor is in a bolo tie and uh, Jordan Peterson went into Rogan looking like Huckleberry Finn. Well, his pants were like looked like he was in a river. Well, he's in a he's in a, he was in a um he was in a uh, like a uh uh what was he in like a tux with a bow tie mm-hmm. and short pants. He's like you know what? it's not immediately clear to me why climate is climate. It's not immediately clear to me. He you know he's been through it. Yeah, he's been through the ringer. Been through the ringer, And he's a brilliant guy. He's a smart guy. Yep. And, but he looks right now like he's, uh, like he's in his almost his final form, (laughs) which is a Batman villain. Like he seems to be. He looks like he just took a break from a catering hall handing out fucking shellfish. Yeah. He seems like a, like an angry maitre d' at a Long Island Italian restaurant screaming about climate change. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you don't like your table? I told you it's the only table here. We don't have an innumerable amount of space. That's the problem with people. They think there's an innumerable amount of opportunities to eat. You can eat the eggplant and you can eat it anywhere. It's not immediately clear to me if we put you in another table that you'd be having a better thing. The thing about Marxism and the Pareto principle is that eggplant rollatini in any society concentrates in the hands of fewer and fewer people. Well, that's Correct, but it's actually so correct that you have no idea how correct it is. So it's an underestimation of the problem. Your table on the corner is an underestimation of the problem. Yeah. You just walk away and you go like Rogan needs a new car like Rogan's these has these guys, but we got we need someone new. We need who's a new professor. We need like a new like yeah. a new professor. Yeah, yeah. Because he's, you know, he's great, but he's, he's, you know, he's done it. Right. So we need like a new. Yeah. Who would it be? I don't know. Like what other professor from some college you never heard about? Is, yeah, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to be from a small, small college that didn't matter to anyone, and they have to be the next guy. Yes. You know. Yes. Well, but, I'm sure there's a lot. The money's better. The money's better online than it is at, you know... uh, It's got to be like a college, like a small college. Yeah. And a video's got to go viral of like a lesbian beating him with a stick. Yes. (laughs) Like just three lesbians beating him with a lacrosse stick. Yeah, or just a bunch of students burning his book. Yeah, burning his book, and they're like pushing his car. Like if you see a bunch of... And we can organize this, and, yeah. and perhaps it has been. Yeah. But you put someone in a car, and then the students are just like, you see the car going back and forth, and the, the professor's like, you know. <laughs> just a bunch of kids with purple hair just pouring milkshakes on him yeah. as he screams. And then he needs to emerge as, like, the next guy. Yeah. Yes. And he's, it's got to be a great like, the name has to be perfect. Yes. Like, it's got to be like, uh... The is always like, uh... Yeah. Greenfield. Yeah. Greenfield College. Yeah. Greenfield College in Wisconsin. Dr. Eric von Schlossberg. Please welcome Dr. Eric von Schlossberg. So you're an anthropologist, but let's yeah. talk about microbiology. No, it'll be a guy, it'll be a guy, it'll be a gym teacher. Can it be a gym teacher? It has to be a guy who's 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 whose like degree is in exercise science. Dr. Eric Von Schlossberg from uh, the University of Winnipeg, brutally beaten by four field dykes, and is now here to talk about his theory of, you know- Of antimatter. Yeah. Why Galileo was a hack. Dr. Eric Von Schlossberg, gym teacher, University of Winnipeg. Let's talk black holes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, they um, they've really <laughs> opened up their uh their fields of interest. Yeah, they really are. Well, everybody, it's the the like I, we always thought about doing a sketch was funny where it's like a guy who's like has a mentor who's a professor, and and he sits down with him. He's like, I, I want to let you know, thank you so much for everything you've done for me. And the professor's like, I'm trying to get on Logan Paul's show. <laughs> And guys, like, what do you? He goes, you guys, like, are you? So, are you like working on anything? Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I'm working on getting on impulsive. <laughs> Can you get me on impulsive? Yeah. yeah. And you go, well, I thought you were kind of like, weren't you working on a theory? Yeah. Yeah, I'm working on a theory of not being broke. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. I got a yeah. new theory called not being broke. Yes. And I'm trying to get my numbers up. Yeah. And he said a lot of valuable things, and we, we like Jordan. We've had yes. Jordan on the show. Um. You know, but it's just, it's it's funny because this is a new archetype of guy. Like, renegade professor, <laughs> yes, right? renegade professor. Like, back in the day, there were professors who were, like, protesting Vietnam. Yes. And everybody's like, you communist piece of shit. But a lot of them were, like, legit protesting a war in Vietnam. Some of, you know, Chris Hedges gave a great speech during the Iraq war, and he got booed where he said, this is bad. We shouldn't be doing this. And he was booed and then fired from the New York Times. And I think I forget and Ben won't look it up because he's got too much else on his plate. But I'll just keep spouting things whether they're true or not. Chris Hedges uh, fired Iraq war speech. But if you were at Substack, we give you six Ben's. Yeah. Yeah. That that could have been another pitch. We clone Ben and we get three more. Yeah. That's all right. We'll get we'll find it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. Maybe Substack's right. Oh yeah Where was it A rocky commencement At which college Rockford College In in Illinois Illinois But he got fired after this I think the New York Times Fired him Because So professors Have always been speaking out Yeah where did you you went to George Washington? Uh no, I went to uh, the American University, and uh, it's the it's it, our, yeah. It was made by America. In we're in uh, where, in, uh, D. in D. Washington <laughs> D.C. A lot yeah. of CIA big yeah. big School of International Service is huge, right? A very huge, probably the biggest breeding ground for CIA agents. And also during World War One, the McKinley Building is where they uh, invented chemical warfare for World War One in the McKinley Building. Oh wow! Yes. I have cancer from having classes. Now a lot building. of it's MIT. Yeah. Cause it, well the NSA is at MIT. Right. But a lot of those um, the CIA recruits out of um whatchamacallit. My school is hilarious. Your school, a lot of DC schools, it, Georgetown, whatever. Just some like some rich kids from New York. Right. And then you'd have school vendors. It's just some just some uh, Prince's son in a right. purple Lamborghini studying sociology. We have that in LA, except they're not in school. Right. It's a prince's son in a Lamborghini. Right. Studying fucking TikTok or whatever. Yes. You know? Yeah. Royalty has really gone downhill, huh? Yeah. I mean, when you look at Harry and Meghan, (sighs) how disgusting. They have really- Can you imagine? Shame the royal name. Well, it's just the idea of it's such a hatched plot. Yeah, first of all, him marrying outside his gene pool was a no-no. Well- He should have got excommunicated for that. We have a cousin for you. Lined up, right? Yeah. We have someone that we we share. Yeah, but, I feel like the royal babies—they throw the first three out just because they get born yeah. deformed. And then Meghan Markle, who's a Hollywood actress, and she she knew they were big, racist. She was a big one before she, this. Well, no, not really. I'm being on, sarcastic. I'm being sarcastic. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I missed that. It's late. <laughs> she went over there and she took him. And now they in uh, you know America. And, and but it's just it's such so clearly a plotted thing. In you my so. opinion, you oh, think so? Come on. I thought I think it's love well no not only is it not love but it's she knew they were racist they're the royal fucking family right they have the blood of everybody on their hands and then not only were they racist but they're so they have to move to LA and live in a mansion and get a deal with Netflix yeah as a way to curate by the way they moved to America the like the the country with no racism right no (laughs) racism here right no they moved last summer remember last summer yeah just everything just calm and peaceful on the race front. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a lot. It's a bullshit thing. Right. Well deserved deal, though. No, I respect them. Yes, you have to. I respect, but that's what Roy, like everything now is just, it's just be famous to whatever degree you can, even though he was already famous. And appear to be good, but they kicked it up a level. They did. They went counterculture on the royal family. They did. They went. They went counter. Well, it's a great narrative. Yes, it's a great story. The only thing anyone cares about is whether the story is good, right? And it's a great story, right? Now she moves into what is it, Buckingham Palace? Yes. They live happily ever after. You know, the queen talks behind their back all the time. You know? Right. But they don't say anything because they just, they love the queen and they understand she's old. That's not going to sell papers. That's not going to move the needle. No. And Meghan Markle wants to move the needle. They want to be people who are movers and shakers in a way that they weren't and couldn't be living in that rainy hellscape where people just eat fish pudding. Yeah, and it's like my grandmother's a racist. Whose isn't? Whose isn't? What is the year? 3056? Yeah. <laughs> I right, mean, right. Yeah. Whose, whose isn't? Whose grandma's super progressive. <sighs> yeah. How's your story unique? Right. You know? But she gotta deal with Netflix. No, it's so. smart. Yeah. Yeah, it's smart. Good for her. What else do we have going on here uh in the news? Ben Ben's new job now is he uh he gets a hundred articles, and none of them are queued up for the show. I got them right here. Oh, oh! Well, look at me being wrong.
1: <laughs> Lamar ISD teacher remains on leave following viral rant about the students. What did, did they say? See here, I'll play it for you right here.
0: Wait, Lamar he did University? An ISD teacher no, no, remains on high leave oh.
1: a week after she was caught on camera ranting about her students something that continues to get a lot of attention from parents and others. But some say this may be a sign of the stress many educators find themselves under. Jason Miles has this story.
2: Lamar Consolidated's Harry Wright Junior High School has been open for less than a year, and a first-year teacher recently told students she's had enough.
0: If I have to
1: keep dealing with kids that are complete utter morons, I'm done.
2: In a video originally sent to me by a parent and extensively shared on social media, the unnamed teacher is heard complaining about students and venting about the job. Good. I want
0: to be fired at this point. I literally am going to hurt myself if I have to keep
2: coming here. Fuck yeah. She adds she wouldn't help students if they were in need.
0: Like, I have never in my life done with kids that are so awful that if they fell into a river, I would let them float away. She's blowing off As some you steam. Might imagine, I love it. Many her.
2: parents yeah. and others have reacted to the teacher's rant with opinions ranging from outrage to sympathy.
0: It's ridiculous. <laughs> I really, really like, if she didn't like what she does, I mean, why even be a teacher?
1: We, we should never, you know, be at a place where we let, um, you know, let our personal feelings get to that point, particularly in front of kids. Oh, he's never Texas done American it.
2: Texas American right? Federation he's of, never of Teachers it. President Zeff Capo doesn't know Zef the teacher Capo. in question personally, but says many have suffered emotionally amid the pandemic and related challenges
1: oh right now it's it's a time for grace uh you know it does sound like she needs to exit out and take a break yeah in a
2: statement lamar consolidated said quote parents trust us with their students every day and unfortunately the actions of a single person have the potential to breach that trust the district called the comments disturbing and said the teacher is on administrative leave pending the outcome of an investigation adding what she said is not a reflection of the campus as a whole and it's hardworking staff. Snitch. In Richmond, Jason Miles, K H O U eleven.
0: I'm horrified somebody recorded Hertz blowing off some steam. Also well, it's her opinion. It's an opinion. She's blowing off some steam. It's an opinion. It's like if you recorded me saying something about my wife. Yeah. I love my wife, but once in a while you gotta you gotta you gotta yell it at this guy to get it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean You know, she's dealing with dumb kids all day. Give her a break. I mean the other thing is like it's not China where she's impressed constantly by their acumen. Yeah. These are dumb kids. They're dumb American They're kids. They're dumb Texas kids. Yes. Right? Yes. So they all walk in. It would be shocking if she was like, you know, teaching yeah, Chinese were, kids who could play the violin. And she right. said that. But no, this be, is un- that's more of an accurate report. Way, that's every teacher in America yeah. says that. My <laughs> friends are all te- like their wives are teachers. Yeah. A lot of them are like, yeah, the kids are horrible. Yeah. They're dumb. The parents are dumb. And yeah, if they fell into a river, I wouldn't care. Like, yeah. That's every teacher as forever <laughs> yes. has always been like that. It is not shocking at all. Yes. And It'll then that sh- fucking yeah. phony going up, like, tossing oh, dirt. Oh, Zef Capo? Yeah. You like, don't think Zeph Capo said anything un- untoward? He had a fucking goatee. Yeah. He's like, we should never let our emotions get to that point. Yeah, goatees kind of come at the end. word On the topic of Jews, I will say... <laughs> Yeah, someone named Zef. What is this, man? And then he also says mm-hmm. it's a time for grace. Anyone who mentions God or grace, right? Yeah, time for grace. Time to check their credit yeah. card statements to right. see how many motels, right. were in there. Yeah, there's a lot of grace yeah, happening. Yeah, there's good hint. He, he's and Lamar. Yeah, he's in there. He uses the motels as a, what do you call them, A stabbing cabin. Well, you know what it is. Let's get up. Let's get up some of these mm-hmm. videos here of uh, what I love about Austin is that it's relaxed. People are relaxed. They want to enjoy their lives. It's not like California. It's a place where people are peaceful. And it's that peace that makes me feel at peace. And I like it. I think it's got a great, vibrant downtown area where people respect each other. And that's the most important thing for me. It's a cerebral town, too. Yeah. Yeah. People are thinking. And so to me, what's good about it is the absolute lack of... uh, you know, problems that other major metropolitan areas have. You just don't have to deal with the things you have to deal with in L.A., in New York. You yeah. feel safe all the time. And you always feel safe in downtown Austin. It's exciting and fun. Nobody's getting pushed into subway tracks there. Yeah, yeah. It's, you know what it is? It's just people getting together to enjoy just a great state of Texas. And that, to me, is the most important thing. It's a family place for different people that really enjoy each other. That's what I like about it. They figured it out somehow. Texas figured it out. They figured it out to have a place without any crime. Family-friendly. Families walking down the street at night. It's crazy. Families love it. You feel safe all the time. There's no crime. So to me, there's something about it that I just really enjoy. I was there, and I was like, I was shocked to see full families, generations walking down the street, 10, 11 o'clock, window shopping, going into some clubs, just enjoying the night. It, it really is something that it's a blessing. I mean, the, the beauty of people just kind of getting together and enjoying each other, to me, is something we've lost in our society. The conversations you can have with yeah. strangers on the street. It's something that... They're I, so friendly. I have, I've experienced nothing but friendliness. And there's there's a beauty to when people get together and really just celebrate the act of being alive. It feels like a peaceful music festival every night. That's what Austin, Texas is. To me, it's, it's love. It's people that are expressing love. Giannis Papas, your podcast is on Substack. It's on Substack right now. It's on Substack. <laughs> I just moved it from Rockfin to yeah, Substack. Yeah, good. Yeah. yeah. Wait, no, it's on Patreon. It's on Patreon, patreon.com slash Yanni Long Days. But, you know, it's on YouTube, Long Days with Giannis Pappas, on YouTube, Spotify, wherever you like to listen to it. Yeah. yeah, and, and it's uh, subscribe to YouTube because we just you know you just got flagged. I got flagged. You got Thank flagged you. for YouTube, and then Joe Rogan helped you out. He came to my defense. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. But yeah, they flagged me for some nonsense because you said stuff about gays. I said some stuff about the gays. You said that the gay gay people should be kept inside. I said they should be locked inside. Well, what what, what was the quote? Because this is interesting. The quote was they the- should all. Be dead. No. Now now my channel is going to get fucked. I'm kidding, of course. What I said was, I said, almost an exact quote, I said, we support gay rights, but could we please move the gay parade tonight so I could explain gay rights to my daughter without having to see your asshole before 12 noon. Right. Fun joke. Yeah. And you were, you were given a strike. I was given a strike. And, but then they rescinded something they gave you. They, the two strike. You got they, one off. Yeah, that, Joe. I retweeted like a bunch of gay people saying, like, uh, it's hilarious. I'm a bear and I think it's funny. One gay guy goes, it's actually a good point. And <laughs> <Right. laughs> no one cared. And then, of course, Rogan's thing almost went to a million views on Twitter. And then another person named Lucy reached out from YouTube and said, we overcorrected. So we're bringing your episode back. And then I went further, and I said, well, now tell me about the other episode. Because they took down two episodes. They took down two full episodes. And in the other one, I was talking about uh, Justin Justin Bieber's N-Word video. And did they say anything about that? They haven't responded yet. That one's... So you just have to keep fighting. I think you got to keep fighting. I don't know. Or you got to know Rogan? Both... Both, one probably is much more important than the other. Because they see that, I guess, with him it gets some reach and may turn some people against them. Yeah, well, I, I think it just doesn't make sense. They don't make themselves look good when they do that, you know? No, because they're taking things, ripping them out of context. Yeah. And they have a platform where a lot of people say a lot of different things. Right. And people make money doing that, and, you know, it's, you know. Yeah, yeah, this is what are we? Web two point nine? We're Web two, but I'm Web three. I'm just to- just tokenize it. You're tokenizing it. Right? I'm just in the tokens right now. Right. I don't really give a shit about Web two. Right. That's for you, fucking old. Well, I'm going to Substack and I'm going to transcribe substack my podcast. Substack is Web four. Yeah, I'm going to read my. <laughs> it's podcast. It's free web. It's free. Everything's free over there. I'm just, <laughs> Web four. I'm just going to stand there and read it. Yeah. Prior Lake, Minnesota, Mystic Lake Casino this Saturday. Phoenix, Arizona, Stand-Up Live. Come see me Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, in February, the 10th through the 12th. Tampa, Florida, Tampa Theater, Thursday, February 17th. Friday, February 8th, Orlando, Florida. Sunday, February 10th, San Antonio, February 23rd. Portland, Maine, come please. Tickets aren't selling because every man there uh, has a vagina. Providence, Rhode Island, Thursday, February 24th. Toronto, Ontario, they're moving it from February to March because you're still not fucking open. Albany, New York at the Egg. That'll be fun. To 26th, Concord, New Hampshire, February 27th, um, and that's it. And then we've got a few dates being announced in March, including the Ryman in Nashville. Very excited about that. Shooting a special in March, and then done. Done with the tour, off the road, leave me alone, four or five months, internet only. <laughs> <laughs> Or come to Austin or L.A. Yeah. to see me live, because when I'm on the road off the road, it'll be, I'll pop in New York, L.A., and Austin, internet only. I love it. I'm going to find a professor, and I'm going to break him. Yeah. I got to break a professor. Who's the hot new prospect? Who's the hot new? I think it's Eric von Schlossberg. I love it, yeah. <laughs> from, from Dimitri Junior College. <laughs> In from Brookdale, yeah, from Brookdale Community College, yeah, from the University of Plattsburgh, yeah, from St. Mary's, yeah, Maria's. From. Um, anything else? Where are you going to be live on the road? People come see you, yes. I'm, I got uh, some dates on my website. Uh, the rooms are a little smaller, but intimate. Intimate and it's fun. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. Come see me February fourth if you if you'd love if you want to, I'd love it. If you come see me uh, February fifth at Soul Joel's. Right. In Jeffersonville, Pennsylvania. Then side splitters in Tampa, February tenth. Edmonton, Alberta, uh, February 17th to the 19th. The Comic Strip, February 24th to the 26th. the New Westminster, British Columbia. Then Bloomington, Minnesota, March 3rd to the 5th. LOL Comedy Club, San Antonio, March 24th to the 26th. House of Comedy, Phoenix, April 14th to the 16th. And Giannis Papas, Thank you for coming on. Thank you, dude. As always. And uh, folks, we will be back next week. We're going to, do you think we're good? Do you think
1: we'd go back to Saturday night? Yeah, we could switch back to Saturday. We're uh, probably yeah. going to
0: go back to Saturday as the tour is winding down. Like, I think that's going to be the move. I've never liked Monday. We're going to go back to Saturday night. And then um, even though the views aren't really hurt. No, not at all. But, you know, I think we'll go back. To, maybe we won't, but I think we will. You could always watch me as a lead in then if you move back to Saturday. I'm yeah. Saturday early in the day. Yeah. yeah. Saturday night, we were midnight and everybody listened to it on Sunday. Yeah. And it was, uh, I think that was good. I don't know. I do 2 p.m. usually on Saturday. Yeah. We were releasing Saturday, what, 12 a.m. Eastern, right, Ben? That's right. Yeah. 12 a.m. Eastern, late, late show. Opposite SNL. <laughs> TimDillonComedy.com if you have any tickets or any questions. Find all of my content now and forever exclusively on Substance. <laughs> <laughs>